Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and analytic discussions on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime, currently featuring Steven Universe, Star vs. The Force of Evil, Samurai Jack, among others. I'm Justin Cummings, and today I'm joined by Michelle Anderer. Hello. Today, Michelle and I will be discussing the, I guess, the first part of Steven Balm 6. Uh, mm-hmm. aired May 8th, 2017, Lion 4, alternate ending. We're living in a world where we pretend that this did not leak a month ago. <laughs> yes. And that we are just seeing this for the first time. Uh, we have already done a kind of a spoiler reaction to this episode, but this is our first time reviewing it since the official airing. So I feel like you'll get everyone's opinion on this episode. I didn't listen to yeah. the leak podcast so very we might echo what they said we don't know yeah but i haven't listened to it either so i have no idea we, we may echo <laughs> their thoughts we on. may not but um yeah. speaking of spoilers we know that cartoon network put the entire bomb on their app or i guess their website yes. friday that's yeah, public friday. knowledge that's not a leak cartoon network officially put it out uh so the whole steven bomb is available michelle and i have seen it we will not be mm-hmm. discussing anything past line four we are only discussing the uh, tonight's episode. We're not going to do any speculation like that about this week. So there's no spoilers beyond line four. If, if you're waiting for the official on TV airing, don't worry. You're good to go. We will cover those as they air. And then Michelle and I will probably be back over the weekend or something to talk about all of all of what happens. But tonight, we're just talking Lion 4, so don't worry about spoilers. Um, you can find all our podcasts at OverlyAnimated.com or by searching I- Overly Animated on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. So, let's jump right into this. Michelle, when you hear a Lion episode, there, there's kind of a there's a standard set now, right? It's an expectation! Yeah. yeah, there's a standard that's been set with Lion episodes. You know, the, the first one, you know, that's when we met Lion. Lion 2, we got Steven's sword. Or I guess now Connie's sword. Lion three is just the Emmy nominated like Tears heartbreaker galore. of an episode. Yes. The one that to me kind of cemented Steven Universe. Like that was the episode in season one where I think a lot of people stood up and were like, "Whoa!" Like that. There was good stuff before Lion three, but to me, Lion three began like a new era of Steven, and really mm-hmm. kind of. For I think a lot of people saw it that way because the show had been on hiatus for a while. And then it basically came back with Lion 3, and it was like, wow. And then... Yeah, I mean, yeah, I really liked Lion 3, but honestly, Lion 2 is, like, my fave of the Lion episodes so far. But here we are, like... That's oh, a personal preference. Here we are, like, 90 episodes after Lion 3, yeah, and we finally get... Yeah, it's been a while since the Lion episode. <laughs> it, it really has. It's yeah. we're finally back Lion 4, waiting. alternate ending, which I think, I think we all kind of suspected this would have some kind of media title. You know, you had Steven's yeah. Lion, Lion 2, the movie, Lion 3, yeah. straight to video. Yeah, and, and it had I, the theme going on. Yeah, I like I like how they fit this one in, because they, they usually make it fit. They did make this one fit very, very well. Did this live up to your expectation of a Lion episode? You know, honestly, Justin, I didn't know, like, if we were going to get another Lion episode. Like, like, there was so much about Lion we didn't know, so, like, in theory, like, we all knew, but... I don't know. I was worried it might have just been a trilogy, but I mean, yeah, I honestly didn't have any expectations because 
I think every Lion episode's been really satisfying, even like the first one, Steven's Lion. So I will say my expectations, as low as they were, because I did not have them, were definitely met. Like, this is a really solid... I, I like this episode more than Storm of the Room. I think it complements it really well, so I'll say that. Yeah, definitely. I, I think this went... This was this to me felt like the back half of Storm in the Room. Yeah. And I really, really like this episode. Oh, good. I, I know it may Wait. not be... Okay. The best episode as a whole, but right. but having lost a parent at a young age, like I really feel Steven in this. Like yeah. I, I I feel that kind of. I think there's especially one line where he's just like, "But it's it's my tape." Like that that warning. Yeah. Like I I feel that so much, and yeah, it it's mostly for personal sentimental reasons, but. And it's the same reason I love Lion 3, but, like, I really, really enjoyed this episode. I thought it was a really good coming of age for Steven. I know a lot of people complain, like, Steven was here at season one. He should be past this. He's still 14. Oh, no. Mm, past what, though? Exactly. I think the thing that's tackle cements so many things that have been building for the last four seasons. Exactly. He's still and going. And finally closes the chapter on something really huge he's been going through. Exactly. It's, like, that's still... He's still a kid. He's still learning. He's still, he's still growing. A kid. He still wants to know all these things, and he still has, since the beginning, since he knew he was a gem, he's had this anxiety about, like, am I Rose's legacy? Do I have a purpose that was predestined for me by my mom or by the other gem's expectations? Like, that's been something Steven's been dealing with since the beginning of the show. And there've been so many issues that have addressed that either like the forefront of the episode or like very subtly throughout. So like, this is a real episode and it's, it's kind of like closed in a way that like opens up this new chapter for Steven. So what do you think? Um, what do you think was the importance of the Nora thing? Like, do you think Nora's going to come back? Do you think that was just a one and done kind of, uh, little info dump? What are your thoughts? I think it was an info dump. I don't really think it has a need to come back because, like, I think the, the thing the episode really touched on was, like, so Steven's been, like, you know, he's been having all this anxiety about his mom and who his mom is. But, like, to a larger extent, he's also had a lot of anxiety about, like, who he is and what he's for. Um, and this episode, especially in the first, like, two minutes, takes a lot of time to, like, you know, he's, like, super, like, overanalyzing the tape, right? Like, he's trying to find secret meaning that's not there to try to, like, come up with what could be, like, he's, like, trying to look for puzzle pieces that don't exist. Um, and he's getting really frustrated and he wants answers because he feels like there is this larger purpose to him that was, like, pre-planned. And the fact that he doesn't know what it is, like, makes him feel so frustrated and so lost with his decisions and his choices. Um, so like, I think Nora, Nora's like a jumping off because he's like, Oh, this like, this must mean something like th this person like must like give me some more answers. And like, in a way it does, but like in the opposite of what is, he's expecting. Right. Cause he finds out like Nora is him. It would have been the female version of him if he'd been born a girl. And like, yeah. And like, I don't know. We could talk a little about like the subtleties of like what Rose's says in the North tape versus Steven's tape. Cause I think like some of that extra dialogue is like the whole key that like makes Steven finally like realize that like he's been approaching this situation the wrong way the whole time. 
I yeah, I think a big part of the Nora thing is Steven realizing like I'm not special. Like the one thing that made all this okay was that he had his own mission that like only he could do and he's starting to realize mm-hmm. no I'm not special. Everything sucks around me and I'm not the special one that can fix it. Like that's that's rough to deal with and I think that's that that to me was the big takeaway. And I'm I'm glad you brought up the differences in the video. I have the transcripts of both pulled up side oh, by side. Oh my god, I'm so Someone, glad. I will, we um, should talk about it. Yeah, I will actually try to get this put in the um in the description of the podcast, maybe, or put it up on the website or something. Oh yeah, but we um, do that. on Imgur, someone has both of the transcripts side by side, and some of it's little stuff like um, uh, Stephen she says remarkable, Nora she she says wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, after the sights they see that in the Stephen tape, she throws in the sounds they hear. Um, yeah, um. Uh, Let's see, we can't both exist, the, the, but I won't be gone line was added to Nora's <laughs> tape. And the, that one was, one of them was slightly rewarded, the every moment you enjoy being yourself, that's slightly different, it's, yeah, yeah. slightly changed. The whole, and that's my favorite part of human being, that's entirely added. Yeah, and that's the most important part. Like, because I think, like, because you're saying, like, from your perspective, like, the fact that Steven realizes, like, he's not special and he's not, like, the the one who can, like, he's he's not, like, predestined to, like, do all these things to help people. And he's not, like, that's not his purpose, right? right. And you're saying, like, from your perspective, that feels like a downer, right? That he, he doesn't feel like he can control that anymore. And I get that. But from my perspective, I feel like that's, like, that's a huge relief, too, in a way, though. Because I feel like he's been feeling so much pressure to live up to, like, some idea of what he's supposed to be that wasn't his choice. And so realize that, like, Rose didn't have this big plan for him and that she just kind of wanted him to turn out however he was going to and make his own decisions is, like, so huge. And that's such a huge thing for him to feel comfortable doing. And I know we can't talk about spoilers, but, like, I think that's why things that happen or are determined later happen the way they do because of this episode and because he realizes, like, he can make his own choices, choices that his mom might not make that no one else would make because he he's his own person. And that's, like, the great thing, right? Yeah, he gets to do what he decides to do. He, what he wants to do, not, like, what people think he should do because of what Rose did. I think that's, like, a really huge, like, shift in his mind that he realizes by the end of the episode. And that's, like, so important for his development on the show. This is, like, season four. It took four seasons to get here. That's, like, a pretty big deal to me. It really is. I think it shows a lot of growth in Steven. I'm really glad we got this episode when we did. Because yeah, yeah. Again, without spoilers, it's I think it's very well-placed. And I think mm-hmm. you'll, you'll see what I mean after this week. But without spoiling anything, it's well-placed. I'm glad we got this episode. I'm glad they delayed it to part of the bomb. I really am. Because I mm-hmm. think airing this as a bomb will flow well. I think it'll be nice. I'm kind of glad we waited to get it. Um, Obviously, it got leaked yeah. at all. But I, as much as I hate CN scheduling so much, <laughs> I kind of get this one. And I, I get why they moved this back. But uh, the other thing I want to talk about in this episode is Lion himself. He's Lion kind himself? of uh, he's kind of snarky. Like he's a cat. <laughs> he's always he's very snarky. Yeah. Like many a cat in real life would be snarky. But he does seem to care about Steven. He really does. 
Yeah, it just like takes some real coercing to get him to do anything that is not his idea that he doesn't want to do himself. And I think maybe he was worried about how Stephen would react to this stuff. Like, I don't know. That's like, so I, I forget. I know Dylan's stance on the, you know, what line could be. But like, what do you think line is, Justin? Um, I think Lion, my my current stance is that uh-huh. Lion was one of those seven lions we saw with Rose that uh-huh. got severely wounded and Rose, okay. like, healed him, and the way she healed him, like, gave him some gem properties. Oh. I, I don't quite know how that would work. Maybe, like, he was mortally wounded and, like, would have died. Mm-hmm. And so, like, in order for him to come back to life, it would take, like, gem powers. And so that's why he's, like, the way he is. Now, that's my current Devoted. stance. Devoted. Yeah. That's okay. My- I think that's as good as any other theory we have. It's not Pink Diamond, Dylan. <laughs> but st- I mean, yeah. But speaking of I mean, Pink Rose Diamond. Rose is a healer, so the idea that she'd like heal the lion, I think, makes sense. We have seen Rose yeah. with normal mm-hmm. lions. What we about know Pink Rose Diamond? can heal, ergo. But, um, yeah, about Pink Diamond. Ergo! <laughs> I wanted to talk about this so bad. Uh, I did a roundtable with Dylan okay. a little while back. Where mm-hmm. we we're talking about White Diamond and the theory oh, right. of like the Megazord of Diamond ships and how oh, Pink whoa, Diamond what? would be the legs. <laughs> okay. Okay, you know how the, Yellow the and Blue Diamond have the arms? Yeah. The arm ships? The theory yeah. goes oh, that yeah, White Diamond's yeah. the torso be and like head. A body ship? And that yeah. Pink Diamond's was the legs. And I think that's totally possible, actually. Well, I, had, I had mentioned that uh, in a spoiler, this would eventually, you know, we'd have some symbol of that, like people thought it had come true. This is what I meant. When Steven's getting close to the the temple that's, like, collapsed or whatever, like the storage uh-huh. shed, basically. Oh, it looks like legs, kind of? Those, the, the big pink thing. Yeah. There's the a theory that's Pink Diamond's leg ship. It could be. I thought it might be another one of the, um, God, what's that thing called? Blue Diamond's thing that, like... Palaquin? Yeah, I thought it might be another palaquin, but you oh. only see the two legs, so it's hard to say. It's pretty destroyed, whatever it was, so yeah. it's a little hard to identify. And I mean, think but about it. But it could be legs, yeah. If Pink Diamond's the one that colonized Earth, her ship would have been like one of the first gem tech to arrive. True. So it makes it sense to be kind planet. of buried in. Because especially but, if she was yeah. shattered. I, I think that... Why would Rose store her stuff there, Oh, why um, was that a good hiding place? I don't know if Rose Quartz worked with Pink Diamond. Um, yeah. What could it, that mean? It, I don't know. I, yeah, my my theory is still that they were in cahoots. And <laughs> Pink Diamond definitely has something to do with Lion. But it's really hard to say. When we find out about Lion, I think a lot of people are going to be like, I knew it, though. I think it's going to be one of those things with Garnet where it's like everyone's so happy but, like, they also saw it coming if they've been watching the show enough. So I feel like it's going to be similar to that with Line. I don't think it's going to be completely random. Yeah, I feel like there might be some connection, but I, I don't think Lion is Pink Diamond. Yeah, I'm not quite sure what, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I mean, we agree it has something to do with Rose. Ever since Rose's scabbard, they were kind of like, well, yeah, he's pink. He must have something to do with Rose, but... Maybe Pink Diamond 2? I don't know. Well, we may never know. We, well, we will find out before the show ends. Will we, Michelle? Will yes, we, we? we will. Absolutely. Yes, we will. That's like that's one of the biggest plot 
points that we haven't discussed in the show. But who is the evil space giraffe? What? You mean Yellow Diamond? It's an old meme from um, the fandom of Yellow Diamond's long neck being like a giraffe. Justin, do you remember when people thought Onion was Yellow Diamond? Like way back in season one? I try to forget. Until we saw Yellow Diamond, like people like honestly thought that. Because they're like, Onion's really weird, you guys. Like before we heard him talk, like yeah. You're like, he must be weird for a reason. Maybe he's, you know? I mean, I would say... This is a real theory. I would say that's garbage, but as a wrestling fan, I remember when the anonymous general manager was revealed to be a leprechaun under the ring, so anything can Uh, happen. (laughs) Oh my god. Anything can happen, you know? Somehow we brought wrestling back into this. I don't know how, but it happens. Tiger Millionaire. You know, it happens. I feel like... I feel like we should go back to the transcript you have. Of the two conversations? Because mm-hmm. I feel like there are two parts of that, and I don't know them verbatim because I don't have it in front of me, but, like, the two parts that I think are, like, what cements this, tr- this, this, this transformation of Steven's perspective is, like, one, when she rambles about his experience being a human. Okay. Because that's, like, because, like, I, I I can get how from Steven's perspective when he's hearing the tape, like she's like she's telling him all this like information that she knows and it's for like planned out way. She's like, You're going to like I'm gonna be part of you, I'm not gonna exist anymore, you're gonna have this great life. Like she's telling him all these things that she knows is gonna happen. Right. But like when she starts to talk about the human experience, like she really doesn't know. And like she kind of gets really like excited, but also like very unsure. In a way that I don't think quite comes across in his tape. It's like, oh, you're going to do all these things and these people, you're going to do all these people. And like, that's going to be so cool for you. Um, but I think like, that's like part of what makes it feel like, yeah, she really doesn't. It's not like she, she like knows what he's going to do or if he's going to be a leader or anything. She just knows he's going to be different. She's going to be a human. And that's what's so cool. And then at the end, she says like, if you choose, if, if they, if like, if they choose to turn to you, like, I hope you can help them, which I think has a much more like, it gives like Nora slash Steven a lot more assertiveness to make that call versus just saying, take care of them, you know, like she does in Steven's tape. Like that seems like you have to take care of them. Like this is your duty. Whereas like the other one comes across, like, I don't know what's going to happen. They might turn to you. And if so, like, do your best. She says, trust yourself. And I think that trust yourself is like the biggest difference there. I, I, that, I have, like, the, I have yeah. the full thing. I'm going to read this in my oh, best yeah, Rose voice. Okay. Oh, man. Go for it. <clears throat> and that's my favorite part. A human being. A human is an action. I wonder who, how you'll be, what you'll think, what you'll want. I'm so happy for everyone who's going to know you. <laughs> I'm rambling. <laughs> if they look to you, trust yourself. Take care of them, Nora. What What do you think? That That's a really good job. I, I was... like how you, like, emphasize certain parts. We've definitely both seen this episode several times. No, I've just heard Rose's voice. That was Rose's, a really, that was a really good effort. Yeah, seriously. That's right. the thing, though. She- she tells Nora to trust themselves, you know? Like, but that's she also that's says take care. Needed. Yeah, take care of them, but, like, not to do it the way he thinks she would, to do it the way he wants to, like, to be his own person, you know? Not to just be her legacy. 
it's all it's all Rebecca Sugar showing us the patriarchy because the male is supposed to be in control and understand everything while the woman has more breathing room. It's all about the patriarchy and how it negatively affects men, too. Um, we can certainly make that comparison, but I think the more obvious thing to take away from this interaction is the, like, yeah, yeah. Steven, Steven's been feeling like he needs to live up to his mom, right? Yes. To live up their legacy. And, and she literally, like, that line of just, like, trust your, trust your own intuition, like, I think that's, like, totally, it just changes it. Because then it's not about living up to her. He does not have to be Rose. He doesn't have to think about what Rose would do anymore. Like, he can, she's telling him to just trust himself. I feel like that's a huge turning point for him, which is why I really like this episode. And I feel like, yeah, I'm also really glad this episode didn't air, like, right after Storm in the Room, because I feel like that would have been, like, a little too soon. What if it aired right after Room for Ruby? Like, the next week? Um, I mean, I think that'd be fine, because they're they're touching on very different things, you know? Because, like, Ruby-centered episode's one thing, but this is, like, Steven's, like, identity and motivation. So I think that'd be fine. I miss Pumpkin. I miss Punk. It's been a while. It's we haven't t- seen Peridot and Lapis in a while, man. Well, okay. Uh, yeah, we. Ha- it, it's been a while yeah. since their last episode aired, is what Michelle means. Because mm-hmm. we don't know what happens. We're totally clueless. I didn't even insinuate that, but... Well, it's been two episodes. It's been one episode. <laughs> yeah. But it's been months since this... It's been exactly, a month since exactly. Aired, so it feels like forever. Don't you know we're going to airing stuff weird? I, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't. But that's not my job to know. My job is to know that I love this show and that yeah. this is over. This was a good animated. episode. And this was a good Greg episode. That's one thing we haven't talked about yet. Craig was really awesome as the dad clutch. in this episode. Yeah. The third of this Seriously. episode is just Greg comforting his son. Yeah. And he does a really good job. And, like, considering all, like, the crap, like, <laughs> all their Dems, like, gave Greg was, like, a mess. In the first season, like, he's, like, a really good supportive dad. And that's, like, pretty awesome, too. He's and he's so chill father. about it. And, like, Steven's, like, Steven's been, like, tearing his hair out over figuring out what his purpose is. And Greg's, like, I don't know about all that stuff about having a great purpose. But, like, I know that your mom is excited that we, you know, she didn't know what you were going to be like. Like, you never know what your kid's going to be like. Like, exactly. that's the thing. Which is, like, so, like, that's Steven needed to hear. Like, and Greg's, like, such a down-to-earth guy, like, in a way that I think's really needed in Steven's life. Yeah. Yeah, or even just, like, when he's like, who is Nora? Like, who is it? Am I my mom and my sister? He's like, no, you're just you. We just, like, we had it down to two names. And, like, even that I thought was really cool. Because, like, I think sometimes, like, when you're a person, like, part of your, like, your name is kind of a big part of your identity in a way. And yeah. the idea that, like, you know, Greg and Rose, like, it could have been one or the other. Like, and it became Steven. And that's just kind of cool. Yeah. 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 Go, go, Greg. Props go for Greg. Greg. Hashtag go, Greg. You get your A for the day. Yeah, A plus for Greg this episode. He did a really good job being a dad. Proud of you, Greg. <laughs> so, is there anything else we need to cover before we wrap this one up? I, I don't want to spend too much time on this episode just because we've already covered it. But... There's just one thing left because, like, I think when we all saw, 
line regurgitate the key. We were like, oh, yeah, chest. Finally, you know what's in the chest. And then it didn't fit the chest. So, like, what the snick snack is in that chest, Justin? What the snick snack? What's in there? Yeah, what the snick snack's in that chest? Um, well, if you ask Dylan, it's pink diamond. Um, No, it's not. No, okay, Lion can't be Pink Diamond and also her be in the chest. That's Well, if that's where <laughs> not... Lion's gem is to stay protected so it doesn't get shattered. I don't... F- I mean, okay, but also, diamonds are huge. Would all of her shards fit in that little chest? It's a I don't wooden know. chest. How can Steven not punch through it? That's not the yeah, point. Yeah, seriously! Why doesn't he just break up in the chest? Like, dude, it's not an escape room. Come on, you can go out of order. But... No. As far as what's in the chest, I I don't know. Yeah, the stuff what Rose, is it? I have no idea. Yeah, the stuff she has is The like, stuff Rose keeps in there, so far, include a communist sure? anarchist gem who wants to shatter all yeah. of Homeworld, a powerful sword sure? that can um, sword, poof flag. any gem, <laughs> a flag of the rebellion, a picture of her and her hot dog-eating husband, yeah, and, like... um, I... I don't know if husband's the right word. I don't Because, see, there we go. Were Rose and Greg ever... No, they weren't even married because he has... Because he oh, brought right, it up. The, the uncle Jim Harvest, they about. brought up they weren't even married because yeah. she has no um, birth certificate or uh, citizenship. Her sweetums, then. <laughs> yeah, her her sweetums. Her, sweetums. Um, her bugaboo, to quote Ladybug. But, um... Yeah. And then, like, a t-shirt. And then this yeah, magical chest. So it so is it's either that are very important to her. Is yeah. either a scary weapon or symbol of homeworld, or it is like all of Greg's unsold CDs. I know. What if it's? Oh my god. What if there's an episode where Steven's like, I gotta like open the ch-, and it's like literally all of the Drive My Van to a Year Hard like CDs, and they're all <laughs> autographed and oh. Yes. That'd be so great. Probably. I would not be surprised if that happened now in canon on the show leave us all of your chest theories as to what's in there hashtag what's in the chest i mean i honestly don't know either like i feel like it could be something really unimportant or could be like super important let's play ask reddit and see what happens let's just (laughs) let's just find out what reddit thinks because oh god uh, okay uh lion's chest i think it's gonna be a lot of pink diamond for some reason I don't know. You think it has to do with Pink Diamond for some reason? Alright. I mean, um, that's the thing. Why would she block it? Alright, so... What does Reddit say? Um, there's one theory that the writers don't even know. <laughs> no, oh my god, no, that could be so true, though. And that they're like, we're just gonna <laughs> leave this here? She's not telling anyone. Yeah, oh, Ian, before you go... Matt and Ben, before you leave, do you want to know what's in the chest? <laughs> I could totally see her pulling something like that. I, I, I don't know. What are you finding on there? Um, a lot of um, what the snicks and that comments. What if I saw her dead lion lovers in the t- in the chest? Just if it's what lion lickers? No, what if it's all her dead lion lovers that she stuffed in? <gasps> the lion <laughs> lovers! Yes, they make their grand return. What What are these for? I can just like, imagine Steven opening it and finding all their stuffed bodies. <laughs> yeah, that's a little too dark. Little too dark there, Michelle. Little, little, little much. Little. What does Reddit 
coming up with. Um, Reddit doesn't really have ideas, except why have you not opened this yet? If mm-hmm. you find a treasure chest inside a magical lion's main dimension left by your dead mother, why would you not open it? Literally, like, everyone's feelings of frustration when that key didn't fit in the hole. Like, yep. we all wanted to see what was in that chest. <sighs> The Stephen we'll Wiki, the Stephen Wiki literally says, the chest's contents are yet to be revealed. That is, if it has any. Oh. Like even the chest is like, like even the Wiki's like, man, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think we have any good leads to go on. Someone needs to update the Wiki. It still says Bismuth is the latest appearance of the chest. It's not anymore. It's Lion not Four. Anymore. Maybe, you know what, Justin, maybe they're being true to themselves and waiting till it aired today to update it. Instead well, they of, should have updated you know, it right after because they knew they would have to. It'd be spoilers for some poor person who was going on the wiki, though. In California? Maybe they're that dedicated, maybe. Well, if it's not up in 45 minutes, I'm complaining. Okay, you do that. Okay. So I think that's all we have to talk about here yeah, today. Yeah, that's the last thing. All right. Um... Yeah, so that's... I Yeah, I, I'm glad you liked this episode as much as you did, though. I, I honestly really like it, too. I think it's a pretty important episode in the grand scheme of things. I think so. I, I really do. Um. Well, yeah, that's... That is that. So, but... uh, quick question, though. We know Steven can pull the sword out of Lion's forehead. Um, yeah. Can other things be pulled out of Lion's forehead. Like, can he reach in and grab the... Okay, no, we have seen other stuff he grabbed through the man. Like, he just reach an arm in and grab, like, a water bottle. Yeah, I mean, okay. I, I I think the sword only came through the forehead because it was, like... <laughs> it was, like... Do you know anything about the anime revolutionary girl Utena? No. Because it was, like, a very Utena kind of reference to come out of the forehead. Well, that's, like... That's the thing that happens a lot when it comes out of people's chests. But, like... I think that's why they, like, did it the way they did it at the first reveal. But now he, like, casually pulls things out of the side of line and stuff, so... Uh, why has he not just pulled the chest out and been like, yo, Garnet, what, what's in this? Because, for the same reason, it took him, like, three seasons to be like, oh, I wonder what that gem is in that bubble that I saw, like, two years ago. Like, the show just doesn't want to handle all the plot points at once. It wants to give you, like, little sprinkles every, like... 50 episodes or so. I picture Steven poking his head out of line. Garnet, do you have a key to what? Yeah, seriously! There's a chest in here. Exactly! Like, I just, I just, I see Steven be so casual. That's one thing I always wondered. Like, Steven, Steven never lets anyone else inside Lion's Mane, and he never goes to the gems to, like, talk about the stuff in there. I think it's because, like, like, to him, that's him and his mom's spot. Yeah, it's, like, his special, like, mom stuff, which I understand, but, like, I'm sure they could have told him a lot of the stuff that was in there at least helped him open the chest by now, so. He's doing it for his own reasons, I guess, is why he's taking his sweet time with this. Yeah. Which, I mean, it it takes a while (laughs) to, you know, process. I know, it's frustrating. That's true. Yeah, this is this is enough info for one day for him. He's not like, okay, I want to go from that chest now and have like my mind blown open again. He used to like sit down, eat some cereal for a while, play some video games, relax. Yeah. Oh, apparently the Mister Universe shirt is no longer there. <gasps> oh, maybe he gave it to Connie. The theory is he gave it to Greg. 
Oh, but he already has one, doesn't he? Well, I know, but it's like, hey, this was... I'm pretty sure it was his mom... Because from what I've seen oh, on the wiki, it was a double XL that Greg gave her. Oh like, yeah, then Greg should have it. That's like, oh That's yeah, actually I hope really sweet. Like, I know, oh, like, I, I picture... Hope, I hope he did give it to Greg. Greg can use it as a sleep shirt. I know, right? I picture Greg just <laughs> like... Like, it still smells like you, Rose. 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 <laughs> It's like sad and funny at the same time. I feel kind of bad for Greg now. All right. Well, Greg deals with his depression. Um, oh. his well, his well earned. He, he seems pretty okay. He's at fine. This point it, in this it's point. been long enough. Steven. After yeah. Amethyst turning into Rose, you know, I don't think it can get much worse. <laughs> can always get worse on this show, Justin. Nope. He did get kidnapped into outer space for a while. Yeah, yeah but he loves it. Yeah, oh my god, yeah, he did. He was the perfect person for that prison. It was Greg designed. Everybody wanted him. Lucky Greg. Got Greg. Okay, we're gonna have to Yeah, <laughs> we need to close this out. I, I have seen a video, um, the zoo, but every time they say Galreg, it gets faster. <gasps> will you link that to me? I, if I can find it, I will send that to you at some point. Okay, I'm 100% serious. I, <laughs> I want to see that. I know you are. I know, and I forgot to move over our patron of the podcast. So thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Uh, if you like what you've heard, you can find us at OverlyAnimated.com or by searching Overly Animated on iTunes, your favorite podcatcher. We love iTunes reviews. Leave us those if you want to. Um, those help more people find us, and then you can talk to more people about Steven. So it's a win-win-win-win. Um, if you want, you can support us financially by going to... Oh, it's a via what? quadruple win. Win-win-win-win. <laughs> oh, I just keep going. It's fine. So you can support us via Patreon at patreon.com slash overly animated. Thank you to all of our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Lily, a.k.a. Panda Lily. And thanks, as always, to our Patreon executive producers, John, Ryan, Steve, and Alex. We will be here all week, guys, with your uh, Stephen Baum coverage. We'll be back whenever it returns after that. I believe the date is set for May 31st. We'll be back then. We'll have roundtables until yeah. then. Yeah, it's like two weeks. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's not like going to be a long... Survive. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a long season break, but we have earned this quick turnaround. We've earned like, it. We've earned it's it. Been long. It's been uh, a cold, bitter winter, y'all. We... <laughs> we have... I'm so excited. We have just a couple more episodes of Samurai Jack left, mm-hmm. and then that's going to be done. And yeah, just stay tuned for all the good stuff we got coming up. Thank you for listening, guys. Bye. Bye.